work is then like once I've done mine or whoever's, so once you've done like half of it, just put it there and it'll just help it, you know. Welcome, welcome everyone welcome. to Fluff Piece for this week. I'm joined as ever by Rob and Rory. Hello. Good evening. Evening. Oh. And we're going to cover some seriously important stories that we've Big. collected over the last seven days. Big. Big. Big news. Big. Well, why don't we start with the biggest of news? The biggest of The news. biggest of news. Ah, of course you're in the, the know. the smallest of headlines. The smallest of headlines? Rory. What have I got? What's been going on in Asda? In Asda? Oh, I believe you mean the Grantham branch specifically. Um, well, I'll tell you what's happened. A woman has stolen some tweezers from there, but she's paid for the rest of her shopping. Like an absolute nutter. Um, it does say here as well, she stole magnets and a picture frame from the range. So it's not all at Asda, but that's where the brunt of the theft was uh, perpetrated. Um, Do you think she's uh, trying to catch up with Bonnie and Clyde from the other week? She is. I think she's. That, there's like a minimum criteria before you can move to Wales and become a career yeah. criminal. And she's just trying to get there, baby. She's working. And Maybe she's trying to do a Robin Hood and she's going to distribute the tweezers <laughs> and so on amongst the poor of Gainsborough. Is it Gainsborough? <laughs> Grantham. Uh, it's Grantham, yeah. This, this comes from Lincolnshire Live, um, who are the, I think, second worst news outlet in Lincoln. Or Lincolnshire, <laughs> because the Lincolnite is just plugs now. They're just shills, aren't they? Yeah. So Lincolnshire Live, at least they give you shit stories. Where Lincolnite go, this shop's going to be good, or oh, which shop's closed? I feel, um, I feel like the Lincolnite though runs a spell check. Once <laughs> more <about> stories. <laughs> Whereas Lincolnshire Live, they haven't got time. No. Window, well, that's the problem. They're picking no. up the slack. Word ninety five does not have. No, a modern. You don't get a little trick. squiggle, red squiggle. Um, but yeah, to uh, move on with the story because you need to hear this. Uh, it starts just just bluntly. A woman stole tweezers worth four pounds. Whoa! From a supermarket. Fancy tweezers. Yeah, well, this is it. Um, they I must mean, have the rubberized grip and everything. We've all been there. You see the tweezers? Are or they anything. angled? What? Are they angled? Uh, there's a stock image, so I'm not sure. These. Are, uh, is that the bit you mean? Oh, that's just a standard. They're, they're, they're bog standard. Right, if you pay four quid for them, you've overpaid you're for a, tweezers. You're that's, a fucking idiot. That is a pedicure set pair yeah. of tweezers right there. That's Maybe that's why she nicked them. Well, I just think she might. it might have been like, you know, the wrong side of payday. She's thinking, I need to get a splinter out of my hand. Probably from when out, she was climbing to steal something else. Monobrow. Uh, monobrow, yeah, it could have been the monobrow. It could have been her pubes. <laughs> I don't think you've put some rogue bikini line. I mean, it could have been. It could have been. I don't want to know. She's 23, so it's all You'd right. Veet we can talk shit. about that. Sorry? You'd veet it. <laughs> You'd what? V. Oh, V. Okay. Yeah, On there. The Any hair removal creams yeah. are available. But yeah, anyway, despite paying for the rest of her shopping, she felt the need to steal the tweezers worth £4. Um... In a separate incident, they do, do note that she stole magnets and a picture frame worth £11.97 from the range at Grantham. Do you think I that's total to. or just a really fancy picture frame? Uh, I've, I, speaking as someone who's bought a picture frame from the range before, I think it's likely that the magnets were like 99p and the frame was maybe like a 10, 1098. Right. Uh, but... I mean, I'd say we need the receipt, but we, we, we won't get one because she's a thief. Um, she's nine. 
Oh, no, she's 19, yeah. She entered a guilty plea when she appeared at Lincoln Magistrate's Court, so probably a, some sort of plea bargain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, <laughs> she's, probably, she's probably... She's working for the feds now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. she's a fucking rat. <laughs> she's a narc. You rat bastard. Um, she's going to yeah. bring down the Lincoln cartel. <laughs> One pair of tweezers at a time. Someone already did that, didn't they? Uh, oh, she's too late the gypsies, then. The gypsy slave ring. Yeah. Yeah, that was something else. Um, the prosecutor said that she was caught on CCTV when she went shopping with a friend at the range, but she said she was unsure what items had been stolen. Um, on October 20th, Miss Hughes entered the store with a friend, went to the baby products, and went to put something in her bag. She had a few small items, but made no attempt to pay for the tweezers. She said she could not remember going to the range, and then said she remembered a bit. Hmm, turn around. What, under what, uh, convinced her to do that? Probably the talk of, oh yeah, suspended sentence, or like... And the CCTV footage. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, she eventually admitted it. She was arrested in Asda. Uh, not really much else. Um, they did say she was with a more experienced shoplifter, which is not an excuse for her. It's unclear why she became involved in this tweezer crime ring. Uh, she's 19 with one past conviction and she lives with her father. Um, yeah. Why does Asda pay for it? Sorry? In the title it says and Asda pays. No, no, it's probably the way I read it. Woman steals tweezers from Asda, but pays for the rest of her shopping. I didn't... Did you totally... Uh, I mean, they might have. The URL just ends on pays. In one way, they did pay, because they lost... You know, she made them pay. Probably a regular. She's yeah. probably not going to go back there. She's yeah. banned. <laughs> Good luck uh, making you shop your weekly shopping trip now. Charlie Hughes from Uplands Drive in Grantham. Could it have been a mistake... That she forgot mistaken identity, for, or I don't know she just forgot oh. to pay for the tweezers. She paid for the rest of it. Could be. We've all done it. Yeah, we, yeah, we have. I'm not going to say exactly what and where, but I've done it recently. <laughs> Come and get me. Come and get me. <laughs> I mean, I have honestly. I'll tell you off air, but it was it was a thrill. It's the first time I've done it. It was a thrill. What well, you knew about it, or afterwards? Oh no, it was on purpose. <laughs> oh, shit, I you stole the on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> the value was less than a pound it was just to yeah, sort right. of see if I could do it and I did it I might cut this I out I think you get to a certain age though and no one looks you don't care yeah and just realise when was the what? last time you stopped when you left a supermarket on a thing and the buzzer went up yeah um, I yeah, never stop. I just keep walking at Morrison's never because I know the security guard doesn't give a shit no, but not, not that I've but, stolen enough to you know, yeah that's where we stole anything. it but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think there's there's something on my being that sets Sorry? them off quite a lot because <laughs> oh, okay. it happens to me quite often is that the piercing nipple piercing <laughs> the laser that, that QR code <laughs> could, <laughs> be, piercing, right? could be the infrared uh, nipple piercing anything generally little tip if you're going to steal from a supermarket under the value of £5 because they don't put any stickers on anything below like £5 well you say that but this woman nicked a £4 pair of tweezers from a supermarket yeah, well, and she, she just she got done she's caught on CCTV now <laughs> <laughs> no she is an issue £40 prosecution no, costs £30 victim surcharge it says here Rory that's 70 quid for a £4 no. pair of tweezers your, your rules are rubbish mate now in Grantham, her name's Mud. Okay, in Lincoln Morrison's, anything under five pounds, <laughs> you're pretty much safe. <laughs> I've never, no one's ever approached me for setting off those alarms. Yeah, no, they never do a because, lot of the time because they know it's probably just something in your bag. Yeah, and other than like the fact that I look intimidating as fuck. Well, there is probably that. I mean, I, I generally, when I go shopping, I have knuckle dusters on, 
uh, and just full leathers. Yeah, I've got like full balaclava, a bag I with a dollar t-shirt. sign on. <laughs> Swag. <laughs> you like the uh, Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cross between the Hamburglar and Freddy Krueger. So, <laughs> what balaclava did he wear? Who? Freddy Krueger. We well, didn't, did he? Exactly. Yeah, that on. Well, and he was a paedophile. <laughs> is that? That's not the bit, is it? That's Speaking not his characteristic. Of, <laughs> of, oh, okay. Yes, that's... I believe you've got a uh, a story about some juveniles. <laughs> I do. I do have a story. This is from the previously mentioned Lincolnites. Oh, hello. They have done some news. I, Battle I of the you, news. I thought you might have seen this one, Rory, but obviously not. Okay. So here, here we go. Strawberry blonde juvenile flashes multiple women in Lincoln's Birchwood. It's the strawberry blonde juvenile. Yeah. Right. I can't believe you missed this. No, I did see the headline. I'll be honest with you, but I, I didn't, did. Yeah. I didn't sort of pick it out. It didn't stand out. Not not his. Why is the hair right, color? No, I don't mean important. That's what I want to know. Exactly. Well, it's, I think this. Unless, the... well, let's hear the story because yeah. it could be an identifying factor. Okay. I mean, it's vague at best. This one. <laughs> oh, what from the Lincolnite? You're from joking. Lincoln? No, There's no business to be made. Police are appealing for information after a series of indecent exposure incidents in the Birchwood Park area of Lincoln. Over the last few weeks, several women reported being approached by a young male riding a bike. Okay? okay. In, the scene. All right. in each case, there That's were two wheels, them. right? That would be two-wheel bike, yeah. Thank you. Just check it. Otherwise, otherwise, it's a trike or a car. Yeah. You never know the Lincolnites. I wanted to make sure. That's, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> might well, have a three-wheel pictures. bike. <laughs> In each case, they were described as wearing a school blazer with short or medium length mousy or strawberry blonde hair. <laughs> short so, or medium. Mousy or strawberry <laughs> blonde. And the police are very eager to hear from anyone who may have any information that may be able to help with the inquiries. Call 101, quoting incident number 159. That's 159. This appeal has been sponsored by Lincolnshire Police. It has, yeah. There's 66 comments, which I didn't notice before. Oh, can we have the top good. one? Is there, are they based on mics? Yeah. Here we go. Hang on, it's, not about, it's not about a mosque, is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens with the influx of Islam. Do For not what? read those comments, they are hideous. So, Cherry, Roberts, oh. Cherry Roberts says, Being a juvenile, would he really have anything worth flashing, and in this weather as well? And uh, Rachel Martell makes a very good point here. The badge on the school blazer might be a starting point. Very good point. Very good point, Rachel. It it doesn't say Detective Inspector before her name, does it? (laughs) (laughs) Because she might be uh, in for a new job. Yeah, she could be up for the job there, because that would be a good starting point for anyone, wouldn't it? Especially the police. And then just go around the school. (laughs) Right, uh, where's the kid who gets his dick out all the time? It's him. (laughs) It's him. I enjoy yeah. uh, Tom Where's O'Dell's. Uh, Tom O'Dell? Yeah, he, he's got a good comment on this. He's a teaching support. Uh, so he knows his, you know... He knows school, his apples. He's juvenile. He knows his onions. bag. Onion Strawberry bags. blonde juvenile. Someone whipped out the thesaurus on Ginger Kid. <laughs> that is a good point, actually. They don't want to say Ginger. I never yeah. even thought. They just don't want to say well, Ginger. Well, Linda Saxby said you're not allowed to say Ginger anymore. Can you say Ginger Ninja? You can say Ginger. Can you say Ranger? Ranger. What? As in orangutan. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard that. You made yeah, I that think up. I heard it on a TV show that's made in Australia or New Zealand. All oh, I'm okay. going to say is, but it's if funny. it's Birchwood, I, I, I'd say, I'd say, if you're not flashing, that stands out more. 
Yeah, I mean, you, uh, there was a time when most people were flashing guns, so it's, if anything, it's an improvement. Well, it's a gun of sorts. <laughs> okay, good. Should we move on? Good edit point. Yeah. On a, on that phallic note, I believe you've got a bit of double knob news, haven't you? Yeah, I'm going to double up on knob news uh, this week. We are now a two knob news episode. It's official. Excellent. Uh, it's about also. Time. Oh, sorry. I say it's about time. You're not wrong. Uh, it's also a bit of showbiz news as well. Uh, don't know who's been watching uh, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here or I'm a Celeb as some people know it as the Irish Mirror calls it um, but uh, Rebecca Vardy who is a professional wife um, she's <laughs> she's on the show and she has given a scathing review of now who do you think Rob has she said has a chipolata penis oh Jesus um... <laughs> no not him is it oh, a footballer? Yeah, please. No, he's got a massive knob. He's, he's not a footballer, but do you know oh, what? Man. There's no, no law against it. He could try and be one if he wanted. No, no, it's just she's married to a footballer. That was my thinking. Um, um, are you suggesting she's got around a bit with the team? I'm just, you know... He, what, a professional wife? Yeah, she's a professional... Mm-hmm. Oh, good point. Yeah, if she's anything. She's good at her she's job. Loyal. She yeah, she's uh, probably, I'm uh, going to say um, Billy Zane. I'm afraid you're close, but it's Peter Andre. Andre? Um, yeah, he's close up on there with people uh, that people don't care about. Um, yeah, uh, what's Actually, I, I believe you text me about Billy Zane only this week. I did so. mention him yeah, with my hot take. About him. My hot take of the week, Billy Zane. No, sorry. My hot take of the week, Ben Affleck is just Billy Zane, but worse. And with hair now. He's still got hair. Billy Zane's balls, so. But they're both. Shit. <laughs> uh, that's for another podcast. That's for the films, film day podcast that we don't do. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so the Irish Mirror reporting on this. Great job um, by Lucy Needham and Vicky New- Newham, Newman. So there's two, two people. people on this. This is two a double. Ways. This is You can really tell that two people really put the work in on this. So it, they're saying here, Peter Andre has sensationally fired back at Rebecca Vardy after she claimed he had a chipolata penis. Um, rather than keep a dignified silence, Peter has decided to speak out and correct the cruel rumours about his manhood. I mean, it's not really a rumour, it's, it's a statement. She's she's open, she's open. gone out there and said, this is fact. Yeah. Andre's dick is tiny. Um, Maybe that's why he has to do those excellent adverts. Just hates himself to, so much. <laughs> he's got to pay for a penis pump somehow. Yeah, um, exactly. Also, there's nothing why, wrong with having a little we, willy. Yeah, but why are we judging Peter Andre on his penis size when that's not his talent? His talent is singing. Completely. Yeah, is and it? Having a is really it? hot bot as well. Yeah, that is great. Super if his talent's singing, then you know he should get. Maybe he needs to retrain. I think maybe, uh, maybe there's a college course that he could be quite interested in. Careful. He might be a B tech. Careful, <laughs> we are reading a story that. Peter Andre is not afraid to stick up for himself. Yeah, just if watch out, slagging Rob. him Look, off. You're painting all a bullseye on your own back. <laughs> he might be a world-class plasterer for all we know, <laughs> but he won't find out. Until he does his apprenticeship. <laughs> exactly. Get yourself down the college, Andre, and get an education. Get down connections. Is that still going? No. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, he's spoken out. So they had a one-night stand in 2001. She said that he's the worst lover she'd ever had, and his penis resembled a miniature chipolata. So that's even smaller. Bloody hell. Um, it's not just the girth she's talking about. It's also the length. <laughs> Does she think chipolata never, just means sausage? Never say girth again. <laughs> yeah, she might mean bockwurst, but she's just got Ooh. her sausages mixed up. Marvellous. <laughs> You're a fan of a bockwurst, Rob? I love a bockwurst and a bratwurst. <laughs> Thank you to the Germans. Yes, thank you, Germany. That's and Cumberland, you make a delicious... Yeah. Oh, oh they do as well. They do as well. Fantastic. Um, yeah, anyway, so he's finally had his say on the matter. All right, just quickly. Just sorry, quickly. sorry. Okay, while, while here we, we go. Out. Here we go. Right. Sausage power rankings. We're doing Let's it, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. What sausage has the most sway in 2017? <laughs> Sausages, right? Yep. Best and worst local sausage. Oh, Local? Well, what do you yeah, mean to us? Or, or regional, local one named regional after? sausage. Okie dokes. Because I'm going to go in there with my take. This is on, number one, Cumberland. Yes, agreed. So that's best? Yeah, best. Worst one, Lincolnshire. Agreed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lincolnshire all around for worst. Basil. Horrible sausage. Disgusting. Terrible. Oh, shit sausage. Irish, um, excellent sausage. Oh, that, that was what yeah. my best was. Irish, just Irish pork, the humble Irish pork. That's yeah. all I want. A rich Marvellous. A nice Ooh. Richmond, yeah. Or uh, I'll be honest, I like Wall's microwave ones. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A microwave nice hot takes. <laughs> Look much like Peter Andre's micro sausage. <laughs> no, it's not. It's massive, apparently. Um, well, we'll find out who said that in a minute. Um, so, all agreed. <laughs> Hang on. Lincolnshire. Was it Peter Andre? <laughs> I'm guessing Peter Andre. <laughs> I don't want to ruin what the Irish Mirror's got in store. Two people worked on this, so I don't want to just jump to the... The, the money shot. Um, <laughs> so he's finally had his say on the matter after it was reported he's mortified. Um, taken to Instagram, uh, <laughs> Peter shared a picture of a butcher holding onto a giant sausage, bigger in size than he is. Uh, now that's a banger, quipped Peter, followed by a cheeky, smiley face. You can see the picture there, Mike. It's terrible resolution. I'm sorry, Rob, you... You might want to look this up if you want to see that picture, but it is a man who's, in reality, I'd imagine maybe 6'3", yeah, and probably. the sausage is it's as tall as his hat, Pete, the, the, the sausage, brim of his hat. Let, so. Let's let's just get one thing clear. Yeah, this is not, not a legitimate sausage. It's not real, don't panic. Picture. This is Photoshop. It's not like when you get, oh, giant penis spiders are coming to the UK. It's not like that. This is not a real sausage. If, if it was, I wouldn't eat it because it's GM food. I think and I used to work for that guy. Yeah. Where are you, where are you that's finding not, this? So that's not his friend. Sorry, uh, it, the Irish Mirror. Just look up... Uh, the Irish Mirror? Oh, Peter hell. Andre... Delivers brilliant response to Rebecca Vardy's scathing review of his penis. So that's the response. Is he his response shared... is a picture of a fake sausage that is bigger than a man, and it's not really bigger than the man because it only goes up to the brim of his hat, uh, and it starts where his feet start. So it's you know there are far probably six ones. There six are one. far better responses. Um, the news comes after an insider reportedly told New Magazine, New Magazine, sorry, and that's New lowercase N exclamation mark. Um, that Peter was mortified. Not only is it utterly humiliating for him to have his manhood discussed in such a crude way, but it also makes him look like a real ladies' man, which is his worst nightmare. They Hang added, on a second. Yeah, I know. They could, there was a time when, uh, I think around the time he released Flavour, when you'd love <laughs> to be a ladies' man, and that's all they cared about. Yeah, they added no man would ever want to anyone to say that they're terrible in bed. It's the stuff of nightmares. Mm. Uh, but another of Pete's friends hit back at Rebecca saying she couldn't have been that good in bed because Pete doesn't even remember her. Oh, ladies' man. 
So he's he does, really he is a ladies' man. He to is. be fair, he looks like he doesn't remember a lot. <laughs> he's know? too busy trying to think of new song, like new <laughs> words for the English language, like insania. He's got that's, a permanent that, look of "Did I leave the kettle on?" That's why it took him six <laughs> years to reply to this. Yeah, it took him a long time. Sixteen. It's two thousand and one. She said it. Oh, two thousand and one. Well, no, that's sorry. That's when. No, okay. It happened in two thousand and one. They they fucked in two thousand and one. They bumped him. And I think recently, they, yeah, they 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 uh, yeah they did the deed. Um, they did it. They had it off. Um, Swapped hits. Yeah. So. The singer also recently confessed that he used to stuff his boxer shorts with socks, really dispelling the rumours of having a little dick. Right, I'm um, getting a lot of mis- mixed messages. Peter Andre, right. does, he wants to keep you guessing. Oh, He's been doing it with music forever. It's working. Uh, International wrote, Man of Mystery, Peter Andre. He then put up a picture of he, him now. He does like then. a mysterious girl. Oh, mysterious girth. Stop saying girl. <laughs> Stop saying girl. Uh, Peter wrote, "Did I really put a sock down there? Of course not. Well, okay, yes, damn right I did." God, he's all over the place. Has <laughs> he had a stroke? <laughs> well, probably. <laughs> after reading this, after looking at these pictures of himself, no doubt. Um, guys can see what they like. When involved, what? What? No doubt. <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. She's just split up from Gavin, so don't. Oh, is she? Yeah, I don't know what the singer from Bush is going to do now. Because Bush are fucked. Like, surely no one's listening to Bush anymore. What was their big hit? Uh, Machine Head. And that was from a really... I don't know if the album was called Machine Head, but I was looking at their albums once because I was trying to find grunge albums that have got stupid names. And Bush have maybe one of the best. It's, they had an album called Razorblade Suitcase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did. Um, but yeah, anyway, Peter goes on to say, guys can say what they like, but I bet nine out of ten of those who do these shoots put socks down there. I know what you're thinking. Which one doesn't? By the way, I'm not saying I need a sock. I just thought it would add to the picture. Yeah, all right, Peter. And before anyone asked, it was just right. the one pair, and they were Wait. small. <laughs> so Peter, the Mirror, Mirror Online has contacted Peter's representatives for Because he's got small feet to go with his small <laughs> penis. Well... As everyone knows, we we are in the UK. We've had some big news this week. Our favourite juvenile strawberry blonde prince Not has met his princess. Oh, uh, so she's an actress. We've got a little bit of uh, special royal related news Ooh. from everyone this week. Big. So why don't we start with you, Rob? Okay. Now, I'm not a fan of the royal family. Whoa! Controversial. Get out but, of the country, please. Uh, what's Bring back the gallows. Ralph Little and <laughs> yeah, what's right? Ricky, Ricky Thomas, Thomas <laughs> football manager. No. <laughs> I'm a fan of that. Dead. <laughs> what football manager? Well, yeah, that and Ricky Tomlinson as Mike Bassett. Lovely stuff. Great film. <laughs> There's film review of the week. Mike <laughs> Bassett, England manager. <laughs> out, <laughs> out on VHS everywhere. Find it in your local bargain bin. <laughs> in your local bin, hopefully. Well, probably. <laughs> anyway. As I say, I'm not a fan of the royal family, but I am a fan of dogs. So this takes a box <laughs> for me, as from the uh, Brighton Argus, Good a paper. Labrador helps to welcome a royal visitor. Ooh, what a Well, you'll find out, will you? <laughs> the Queen, the Queen, not the other Queen, the Queen, has received thousands of bunches of flowers during her 65 years on the throne. But perhaps, important word there, perhaps, 
never before from a black Labrador. Not confirmed. Almost yeah. certainly happened. Yeah, very exclusive considering it might not be true. How many, how many dogs has she got? Uh, okay. She's got them little but, shit ones, hasn't she? Little corgis. Corgis, but how often do they bring it's got a Labrador forest? now. Oh, probably all the time. No, it's a story. Oh, sorry. So yesterday, seven-year-old Yana, that's the dog, did just that as Her Majesty dropped in at the Canine Partners Charity on her visit to Sussex. Good. Looking then we get on. the Queen's fashion report. Mainly what pink. was she wearing? Uh, oh, let me guess. Let <laughs> Shitty me guess. little hat. Uh, long <laughs> coat. Pink, pink coat, yeah. Pink coat, yeah. Matching hat, no doubt. Yep. Yeah, yeah, pink yeah. hat. Uh, one that looks like a sort of casual beef eater's hat. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's got kind of a fluffy bit on the front, so you know where she's going. I love the Queen. I think she's great. Wonderful. For she's so stupidly pointless, but she's really pointless. Yeah, she's like, I love it. She's like a red herring sort of thing. Like she doesn't say anything. So I mean, you could divert anyone's attention with just this woman that doesn't speak. She yeah. just goes. But if she wanted to, she could fuck you up. What do you mean? Like hang it? Yeah, your head's gone. You have your head in the Tower yeah. of London with the jewels or whatever. Tower Bridge, whichever one's which. The Tower of London. Yeah. Oh, I got this right. Oh, the, te- the Royal Jewel, the Crown Jewels are in the Tower of London because I got it right on a quiz at work yesterday. Because yeah, you know, Tower Bridge is just a Tower bridge. Bridge is a bridge. But is that not where they put the heads of people who tried to steal? Or, no, that's or, Tower of London again. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know. I didn't know both were. I'm not, I'm not a royal freak like you, Rob. I you didn't like them. Seems like you're well in. You, you have to know your enemy. <laughs> right, that sounds like you're going to pull some guy fork shit or something, so just be careful. <clears throat> Unaffiliated. Yeah, we, we don't condone any actions that Rob takes, but kind of approve of it. Although, TV review of the week. If TV review of the week, uh, here we go. Guy Fawkes, I don't know if that's what it was called. Oh, the thing with that Gunpowder. loser out of Game of Thrones in it? It was fucking terrible really everyone's really? been raving about it but everyone raves about no, everyone's stupid so. yeah right. everyone is stupid I've, I've come to that point. yeah everyone is stupid yeah uh, on that note again Infinity War trailers out so <laughs> yeah this is vastly turning into a media frenzy yeah we can't we can't go on much longer about starting another podcast about media and pop culture because we're really without doing it we'll call it the geek cast because oh. we're such big nerds because we like films based on comics that have nothing to do with the source material I don't like films based on comics uh, I watch them yeah I don't like them again no your um, enemy mainly indifferent to them uh, apart from the Dark Knight trilogy I'm very much the same okay uh, where was I up to uh, oh yeah she was visiting, visiting the charity as it marked the milestone of having 400 dogs looking after disabled owners that's nice. On entering the building, the Queen was met by Yana, descended from Sandringham Magpie, one of the Queen's own breeding lines. Yana did a curtsy, which I doubt. <laughs> but now How do you teach a dog to curtsy? He's got to be wearing a little skirt first off. What's, what's that about? Probably just sat down. And notice this is all very fucking inbred. She's only there because it's one of her breeds. That's true. She wouldn't but, be you know, a robot. I shouldn't give a shit about this charity. It's a helpful dog, nonetheless. Oh, great. No, it's a great cause. She just doesn't believe in it as much as I do. <laughs> Bitch. So the dog did a curtsy before dropping the posy at the feet of the Queen instead of presenting it to her directly. I mean, so, Mark's, Mark's off for the dismount there, Yana. <laughs> <laughs> Bad dog. Well. Yeah. No, I'm, so, I'm, I think What did the dog. Queen do? Pick up the flowers and just throw them? <laughs> she just kicked the dog in the cunt and ran 
That's how they trained it. You'll get a kick in the cunt if you don't <laughs> curtsy, you little shit. No, they didn't not... mention, but she also stroked a 12-year-old Labrador called Flint. So a good day out for the Queen, I'd say. <laughs> she stroked two dogs, then went home and... Saw some more dogs. Saw some more. Yeah. I was just saying about stroking, but... And uh, she also she unveiled a plaque. Not yet. <laughs> That's probably how she'll go. Chances are, probably, most probably. people do die through a heart failure. I mean, that if I death. get a day off work, it could be fucking suicide by cop for all I care. London. 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 That was well, Partridge. I like that. <laughs> Uh, in other royal related news then I'm, I'm assuming that was the end of that story that's pretty much the end of it yeah, yeah um, <clears throat> just just as useless as most of the news about the royal family really I mean royal correspondents were useless enough but now that local journalists can do it as well that's even worse I don't know who's worse because local uh, royal correspondents I've always said this two views two of the most pointless things in the world royal correspondents and mobile phone network shops Absolute waste of space. Just have like, do it online or have at least a small shop because there's just no. Yeah, there's always huge, oh, aren't you, they? Yeah, huge in there. They've got a stand in the middle and like six twats going like, "You're all right there. Can I help you?" <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're my two Apple stores. They're quite sparse as well. Yeah, big and sparse. But at least they help you. At least they're they're in there for like tech help. They've got geniuses. What the Apple geek? Oh, two have that. What the Apple nerd? Uh, London. So, Royal News. Royal News number two, all the way from the Nottingham Post. Uh, this is uh, this has been reported by the Nottingham Post live news blogger Laura Hammond. Well done, Laura, because this is uh, the headline here: is, Prince Harry superfan prepares a special gift for a royal couple ahead of their visit to Nottingham. Um, and I've got a little it was video. Today, wasn't it? it was today. Uh, I found this yesterday. Today being the first of December. Welcome to December. Oh, Merry um, Christmas! Yeah, uh, and I've got a video here. So there's a bit of audio to go with this. Oh, so we can meet Prince Harry superfan. Here we go. Hello, my name's Irene. I'm really looking forward to seeing Prince Harry. Hopefully, I'll be able to give him his Harry bows. <laughs> I keep his fingers crossed we'll perhaps be able to meet Megan. So keep your look out for the Haribo lady on the trail. Oh. And that's yeah. it. That's all from her. Um, so that's the Haribo lady. Is she a thing? Well, what it is, um, all it is, is I think she gave him some Haribo once before. She's a, don't forget, she's a Prince Harry super fan. Oh, yeah. um, so... He's one of the. She says he's one of the nicest people you could wish to meet. He's delightful. Um, she yes, also man. seems to be of the strawberry blonde persuasion. Um, so she's. She went round Birchwood, was she? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point because she's probably quite short because she's well old. So oh, she might be dressed as a schoolboy. Dressed up like know. Jimmy Cranky. Yeah, and just a little chipolata. She does look not unlike Jimmy Cranky. Yeah. Um, so she's a self-proclaimed proud royalist and she's hoping to catch a glimpse of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle when they visit Nottingham today uh, and she'll be armed with a special goodie bag. Imagine that when she's armed she pulls out of a coat <laughs> and she gets shot by the by the special police. I mean it could happen. 
Yeah, it could happen. I mean, we don't, it might have happened today. No, I would have heard that on the news. Good point. Um, so Irene Hardman, or Hardman, uh, of Ruddington, has already met Prince Harry twice, and she's hoping to score a third encounter with the royal outside the National Justice Museum. Previously, the 81-year-old has given Harry bags of Haribo sweets. Sorry, Haribo sweets. But she's stepped things up a gear in honour of the couple's engagement news. Oh, rings. What do you reckon? Rings. You reckon, so she reckon you've, she's bought wedding rings. Rob, have you got any advance on that? What well, do you think yeah. she's got for them as a you know special? The Haribo. Just, oh, right, uh, no, they're in the, they're in the normal Supermix bag anyway. No, I, Starbucks. Reckon, I reckon she's yeah, I gone in say. there, she's put her hands in there and picked out all the rings and oh, put them in a little zip, zip seal bag. Okay, so that, that is, te- if she throws them over them, that's going to be like a projectile. She could get I shot. I think she's got a two-year-old. She's got a what? <laughs> a, t- a two-year-old bag of the... Uh, I thought you a two-year-old. The, yeah, she's got a two-year-old there. Giving him her grandchild. Uh, no, got a two-year-old bag of the special Halloween mix they sometimes do <laughs> from Home Bargains. <laughs> from Home Bargains. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Well, you're both wrong. Well, uh, then we have another surprise. guess. Okay, have fair. another guess then. What then... has Irene got for both of them? Remember last time it was bags Dementia. of Haribo. She's fucking raising the stakes. Is she? Is is it Haribo related or is it different? I would. Um... It's different. Okay, it's very I'm different. Not a sport. Sherbet Fountain. Sherbet Fountain. Rob? Uh, I'm going to say uh, a copy of Razzle magazine. <laughs> <laughs> One with a DVD as well. Um, so you're both wrong, I'm uh, afraid. Surprise. Um, yeah, I mean, you're not, Rob, you're not too far off. Asian um, babes. <laughs> what, just a bag of Asian babes? Is it a photograph of her? Giving him the bag of Haribo, <laughs> obviously. With Megan photoshopped in, looking really happy. Is it a, oh, is it a, picture, is it a picture of her no. head on Megan's body? No. <laughs> Just fiddling with it. No, um, she said, Irene said, I've got him a little goodie bag. I've bought two fridge magnets with Nottingham on. <laughs> I've bought lots of information leaflets. Bought, mm, found, mm-hmm. uh, lots of information leaflets on surrounding places such as Newstead Abbey and the castle. I've bought him. Right, I apologise. There's a second part to the gift that I missed. You were kind of right originally. I've bought Russell. him. Now, bear in mind, they're both here this time. She's very much focused on. Did Harry. she? Did she turn up? Because there was debate on whether she would. Who? Harry? Who? Irene? No. He's she new, say Irene wouldn't miss this. New princess. I think. I think they would. Princess I think they did, sorry. Um, Markle. Markle, yeah, I think they did. Um, anyway, Irene goes on. I was. I apologise, Mike, because she did indeed get him some Haribo again, mm. and, but now, with some Nottingham fudge and a Christmas a card. <laughs> a Christmas card with Nottingham on and also a card with congratulations on. Mm. <laughs> so, Where'd you get a Christmas card with Nottingham on? Nottingham. Uh, yeah, Nottingham Tourist Centre or whatever, probably. Unbelievable. I've, I've, is is Nottingham fudge a thing? Not it not must not be. Not I, I know Cornish fudge is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Are you saying Nottingham's not as good as Cornwall? Yeah. You make yourself look a mug, mate. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not as big and it's not as good. Well, I think the card with congratulations on is going to be better. I, I, when she said that, when she when when I read that, I just imagined that it's just a white card and it just says congratulations in like silver Felt cursive wrong. writing. Written in and there's blood. nothing else. And she's just scrawled on the inside. Arre. Uh, Congratulations! Yeah. She drops the H. On yeah, because Nottingham from yeah those plays Nottingham. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much that. She did sort of say she she's also met Charles and Diana. Rest in peace, uh, the Queen. Separately or together? 
Uh, I imagine separately. I'm, um, I'm smelling a conspiracy here. See what happens to uh, Megan yeah, over good the next point. couple of years. But uh, Irene, <clears throat> she does like. Where were you in 1997? Yeah. Oh, I was on holiday. Oh, yeah, where? I was on holiday in Paris. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I've incriminated my scent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she did sort of say about Harry, he's one of the nicest people you could wish to meet. He is delightful. He's a lovely man. He puts you at ease instantly, just like his mum. I met her twice many years ago. Hmm. What's on the way out of the hotel? And once when she laid a rose down next to her car and said, Good night, sweet princess. Um, Miss, Mrs. Hardman, who's been married for 60 years. I try to go a bit Nick Cave at least once a week. Uh, she's been married for 60 years, Irene, so don't think it's anything sexual, guys. She does think Megan is a good match for Harry. She said, she's just beautiful. I honestly think she's going to be the right one for him. If I get the chance, I'll say, make sure you look after Harry for us. With a blade, probably. Um, she said, we're privileged that he's chosen to come to Nottingham. No, we're not. We must take this opportunity and grab it by the hands, is what she's saying. And that's all. It that's sounds the... like a threat. It she's does, does She is very threatening. Yeah, that's Irene. So, yeah, if uh, if you're hearing this now and uh, Prince Harry and Prince Harry's bride was shot dead by a pensioner with Haribo all over her uh, <laughs> on a naked body stuck to her, then uh, we can... We reported it first. We can probably find it. We, we gave you the heads up. Yeah. I, I, I mean, can I just jump in with some devastating news that I found? They've not been. The they've not been killed, have they? That's no, what tell me. no, no, no. Okay. It's worse. It's worse. Oh. If, I, worse. if I'm honest, yeah, yeah. Now I did <clears throat> send this over to Rory earlier on. Yeah, um, I read this. This I haven't mentioned it because <clears throat> I've been trying to put it at the back of my mind and stop shaking. This. Is going to make me leave the country if this this comes to pass. Take note, politicians. Right. Donna kebabs to be outlawed across Europe. No, hell, it doesn't get any easier every time I hear it. Apparently, it's it's going through. I, I, I'm not going to read the whole story. This is just a bit of breaking just, news. Uh, apparently, yeah, the the humble Donna kebab. Uh, contains something that the EU don't like, baby. Oh, what a surprise! What fun! Yeah, yeah, yeah delicious. Yeah, t- taste, satisfaction. Yeah. <sighs> That's what Mick Jagger was after. Yeah, it's meat. That's what you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's lamb. I don't care if it's not. It's not the it lamb that's the problem. It's the spice or something. It's the phosphates. Phosphates. Yeah. Hang on, they're bi- they're big in Germany. Germany basically run Europe. It's not going to happen. Don't worry. It's as if you've read the story. (laughs) Have you been on the Metro today, Rob? (laughs) I haven't, no, but uh, I'll find it. That's where it is. Please do not go on the Metro. Don't give them the clicks. They're almost as bad as the sun. It's got to be done. Okay, fair enough. I go on the sun all the time. Just a bit of breaking, devastating news there. That is... It's my... Found it now. That's my royal family. Minute silence. I want to go to Boot and Pizza and Grill. And say... We are privileged to have you here. Thank you. Please never leave us. Please never. Wow. Ever. In Germany, there's a 24-hour kebab bistro. Ooh. Why have we they, got that? Those Germans. In, in Berlin's oh, Mitte district. They might not oh, be yes, great please. at uh, finding their cars when they've parked them for 20 nope. years, but they're still going to kebab. People. Oh, they, they that reminds kebab. me. <laughs> that <laughs> reminds me of a news story I once heard. Oh, yeah, that is familiar. Maybe yeah. episode... 
six. Well, there was a podcast to give more information. Yeah. Oh, maybe you could uh, go back and listen to the archive. Uh, yeah. Still available Probably on iTunes. Acast. Acast. Overcast. Player FM. Everywhere, Cast. really. All the casts. Yeah. Cast. If you go and see the band Cast, because I think they're still going somehow, they, they might are. they might be able to fill you in as well. Like Ginger bloke from the Lars. If John Power listens virtual. to this, John Powell. Hello and I love you. Sorry, Strawberry Blonde Man from the cast, from the cast and the Lars. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rob loves you. Yeah. So, any other news? Let's call that se- this section. Any other news? We got a new I'll feature to close out the podcast. But yeah. Right now, uh, I think Rob has got some event news. He's going to tell you what's coming up this indeed. week. What is going on? Not just this week, Rory. All month. Oh, it's Christmas. Oh, to be fair, Christmas is a coming. It's Christmas. As Noddy Holder once said. We touched on it briefly last week, but it is indeed panto season. <laughs> so here are the hot panto dates here for you. Go. Okay, we are starting off with, and I quote, the world's biggest pantomime. <laughs> wow. Fucking hell. That sounds now, like a joy. That sounds really meta. Like that's life. Yeah. Oh, the tears of a cloud. Isn't isn't life just one big pantomime, baby? Oh. It is in Birmingham. I'm call me Widow Twanky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a widow. Yes. So Birmingham's Arena Birmingham, formerly Barclay Card before the sponsorship dropped out. <laughs> is that different Peter... to the NEC? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I don't know. <laughs> you should know. You live next Why to should me. I? I've never been. <laughs> anyway, Arena Birmingham is hosting the world's biggest pantomime, a cast of over 100 performers, <sighs> and headline stars Bradley Walsh from The oh. Chase <laughs> and Martin Kemp from Spandau Ballet and oh, EastEnders. Yeah, and the SCS adverts. Who could forget? And but he was SCS great in EastEnders. Stuff. Saskia! Oh, the ashtray. Oh, the ashtray, yeah. 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 Someone else called Matt Knight from Let It Shine. I don't know what that is. That's... But he'll be Peter Pan. Oh. Cool. So for this, you get a cast of over 100 performers, a thrilling team of BMX riders, stuntmen, <laughs> and I even a seven the meter... Are they counting like the stewards and stuff as the cast? Is well? Well? I, I guess so. I guess so. It's a choir. Seven no, the cell bomb. man! <laughs> We've got a seven-meter-long animatronic crocodile. Ooh. Ooh, has it got a name? Hang on. Oh, yeah, Peter Pan. No. Peter Pan. There is a crocodile in Peter it's Pan. It's performed across three stages, 60-foot-wide LED screen, computer graphic imagery, and even a life-size Jolly Roger sailing through the arena in front of a 10,000-gallon se- water wall. Sounds like it's living up to its reputation, this one. I'm sold. It does. I'm I mean, sold. this I one... I see this. I think I might have started with the best, with the best one there. <laughs> You've done your bollocks there. Yeah. Haven't you? I have, yeah. I've uh, shot my load early, but we'll carry on. <laughs> As is life. <laughs> so that was uh, Birmingham. So okay. at the London Palladium, which we'd all love to play, let's be honest. Oh, one day, one day. It's up guys. there with the Albert treading the boards. <laughs> I've been, I've been Break a leg. I watched uh, Oliver at the Palladium and Starlight Express. Starlight Express. Ooh, I've been to Lincoln Theatre Royal. Been. Oh, uh, Leicester de Montfort Hall. That's got like a theatre. I played there once, so no, no stranger to the stage myself. Were you doing your one man Othello? <laughs> no, no, that was it. There, I did that in the toilet afterwards. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Othello>. uh, <laughs> 
What's going on in London then? Oh, yeah, okay. come on. Dick Whittington at the London Palladium. <laughs> That's not funny. It's not, but it's very dick, isn't it? Oh, Dick. Who's in Dick? Well, who's in who's, dick? Who is Dick? We've got jug- we've got West End names and TV celebrities such as Charlie Stemp. I presume he's the West End name. Stemp. <laughs> Mr. Stemp and Julian Clary. Oh, he's back. Clary's yes. in. We've is he, do you reckon Clary. he's going to make the fisting joke again? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> oh, uh, we're also going to see something called Ashley Banjo. Oh, he's from the diversity thing, the dancing. Is he? Oh, because yeah, diversity is also on this list. So he's oh. doing. Is he doing a solo turn? How did you know that? Because he, they were all around when people were into like Britain's Got Talent bullshit. When Diversity were first on it, no one had ever seen like street dancing before. So they were right. like, "Oh my god!" And this Ashley Banjo dude was on fucking everything. So as well as Mr. Ashley Banjo and Diversity, we've got Nigel Havers. Oh, Nigel! I love Nigel. Nigel. Gary Havers, Wilmot. I think so. Oh, Gary Wilmot. I don't like Gary Wilmot. And Paul Zerdin. I'm not sure who that is. Oh no, Paul. some loser. No, is that the magician? <clears throat> Paul Zenon. You're thinking? Yeah, is it Zenon? No, Zerdin. Oh, come on. And Elaine Page playing a rat. So, um, like, she's a big name. Like, why didn't they just put her behind Havers? Maybe she's at the beginning and she fucks off. Maybe. Maybe she's she in the area. A quick bit. She probably owns the shop. So. Okay, any more? On the next, next panto? There's a few no, here. Yeah, next yeah. panto. What sort of? Next panto. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves at the Churchill Theatre in Bromley. Ooh. EastEnders star, Jesse Wallace. Cat yeah. Slater, well. That's not bad, is it? They've, I mean, she's the wicked queen. Oh, of course she is. Who else? Who else is in Snow White? Who are the who dwarves? Do you got any famous dwarves? We've got no famous dwarves, and we've got a Dame veteran, Jason Sutton. Don't know who that is. And uh, the magician's frontman, Pete Furman, plays Muddles. Whatever that. I don't know what men. I understand those words, but not in those contexts. Yeah, I think they just make up characters with stupid names. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. So that's that seven Snow White. We've got another Snow White Ooh, at the Mayflower in Southampton. British <laughs> Entertainment's busiest man, questionable, Craig Revel Harwood, <laughs> is starring as the Wicked Queen. Right. And guess who else? Sean Williamson. No, no, no. Better. Oh. Panto Vets. Uh, or Cannonball. Oh, no. Be- no better. No, no, no. no, no. Better? It's little and large? No. It can only be one, sure. Oh, of course, the brothers chuckle. The brothers chuckle. Oh! Paul and Barry. The two, and that, two or four brothers chuckle. If it apparently says it, if that isn't enough, we've also got Britain's Got Talent finalists, flawless. So losers. I don't know who. <laughs> they, they look Fantastic. like a bunch of nice lads. That's all I can say yeah. on that. Not like uh, chances, I think is the word. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of leather going on there, but it's the eighties <laughs> are over. Don't make assumptions. Maybe in your mind, old man, the 80s are still going strong in my heart. <laughs> I still listen to the Wham rap every day. Oh, that's good. Gets me started, gets me out of bed. Because you're going to work. More than ant rap, man. Huh? Because you're going to work. Yeah, because I'm going to work. It's ironic. Yeah. That's why I listen to it. Enjoy what you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Job okay. or no job, you can't tell me that I'm not, so... Moving from one set hey, of pants you. to a <laughs> Sorry, hang on a minute, Rob. Do, do, do you wear your uh, trilby hat? Uh, yeah, cat. well, I'm a white cool cat and I have a trilby hat. Um, but I mean, maybe, maybe leather and studs is where you're at. Um, are you a club man? <laughs> a hip hop guy with a. No, clearly a, um, a jet black guy with a hip high five. That's it, hip high five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Oh, all I can say is, what is it? All I can say is, I take pleasure in. I take. <laughs> all I can say is, I take leisure. pleasure in leather. And I believe in joy. I want leather. Pleasure in leisure. I believe in joy. All I can say is, I take pleasure in leisure, and I believe in joy. So well, well, bam. In well Rest done. in peace. Rest in peace. Almost a year. Andrew Ridgely. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, is he? Career. What? Andrew Ridgely. Oh right, career. I thought you meant something about. I think, South I think that's been dead about thirty years, hasn't it? Yeah, no one goes on about that, do they? No, in, that's, in all the, that's the real crime. Okay, next uh, one. Another panto. Here we go. Uh, Dick Whittington at the Opera House in Manchester. Dick. Now, big star. Start first off, Mr. John Barrowman. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. But starring with John, it's another pair of repeat panto criminals. Oh. Not pre- mentioned earlier in the show. Uh, cannonball. No, no, no. Earlier. George Michael and Andrew originally. Oh, Wham. <laughs> yes, it's, it's the cops of George Michael. <laughs> it's not the uh, strawberry blonde juvenile's testicles. Yeah, though. and then the old woman who likes Prince Harry is also a strawberry blonde. It is a strawberry blonde. Oh, Ooh, It's the fucking crankies. <laughs> oh, here we go. The crankies. As if they're still entertaining. Sorry, working. They, they work. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was a genuine slip. I'm sorry. So it will never happen again. Okay, I've got one more for you here. I mean, we're missing a name from the... Sean Williamson? No, no, no a real panto name. Okay. Like, surely. Okay. Where? <laughs> Billy Pierce. It's not Billy Pierce. Oh, I wish it was Billy Pierce. Bobby Davro. Oh. What's he up to? I don't know. I thought I saw Bobby Davro on this think... earlier, but I can't see him now. Oh. My aim in life is to meet Billy Pierce. Oh, you doing? Actually, yeah, right. That's what you sound like, wouldn't it? This is the one I found it. I found Here we the best go. one. Right. Okay. This, let's see if this I'm, is the I'm name. I'm listening to a name, and if I don't hear go. that name, you're not going to hear the name you want. We may never do Panto again. You're not going to hear the name you want, but you're going to hear a name you haven't heard in a long time. It's going to bring back some memories. That might so be the same. Let's start off. Panto regulars Lee Mead and Stacey Solomon in Jack and the Beanstalk at the Cliffs Pavilion, South End on Sea, joined by Bobby Davro. Oh! But the best bit ever, also joined by Mr. Robin Asquith from the <laughs> Confessions of a Porn series in the 60s. Oh, That's what a I shit panto that sounds like. I haven't thought about Robin Asquith since <laughs> watching Channel 5. He's been doing the rounds recently. Was he on Has the or something? I've, I'm sure there's like an anniversary thing or there's been some sort of, I doubt well, it, but some sort of resurgence here. in the window cleaner films. It well, says they, here he's in They're doing a new one. Are they doing another one? Oh, he's in sure Coronation they're. Street. Oh, maybe that was it. Maybe he's, does he play a window cleaner in Coronation Street? Tell me he does. Oh, I have no idea. They've, they've introduced the pull whistle to the cast of Coronation <laughs> Street. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that's it. That's for you, Robin Asquith. <laughs> God bless you. Just, just uh, if you are wondering, if you want to see the only panto name in the world, here we go. The only, this concerned. is the name Mike was talking about. So, Rob, you haven't delivered on what Mike wanted. But he's going to let you know now what he wanted. Um, that this year at the Richmond Theatre, Richmond, um, we have got Aladdin starring. Sir Christopher Biggins. Oh, Biggins. God, I can't believe I forgot. Yeah. The the pantomime dame. 
yeah. I believe he's playing the Dame. He's like the Dame Judy Dench of Aladdin. Pattern. Yeah, isn't he a bit old for Aladdin? No, <laughs> never too never, old for never Aladdin. Too old for Aladdin. <laughs> hey, that reminds me of a classic Gary Glitter joke, but I won't. Probably best not to. Yeah, yeah. No, don't disrespect the man behind uh, another rock and roll. Rob, Christmas. where do you stand on listening to Gary Glitter? Oh, uh, you know what? I I actually have a soft spot for a couple of the glitter tracks. Glitter, his music is phenomenal, and it's such rock, a shame. Rock and roll part one and two. Yes, and the best Christmas song. Another rock and roll. Apart Christmas. from Shaking Stevens, is oh, another rock and roll Christmas. Maybe Step Into Christmas. That's pretty good. So, is there any? Is that the Pantos then, or is there more? Yeah, that's. I mean, there was a few more, but they were a bit shit after that. Those, those are the best ones. You've done it with Davro, really, haven't you? Davro is Davro's pretty Davro, big. And Asquith. And Asquith, of course, of course. No disrespect to Robin, the uh, clumsy window, pervy window cleaner. Um, yeah. Well, that only leaves one thing, and that one is more, one more feature. This is my new feature. From what I'm told on the article here, it's a weekly feature. So I hopefully, as long as Damon Sims, sorry. Supernatural expert Damon Sims keeps this up, then I can also. Um, this is a little feature I like to call, well, this is what is called Supernatural Staffordshire. I'm going uh, to get some spooky music. Yeah, I'm going to make some, yeah. I'm going to put it underneath this because let me tell you, this is going to chill you guys down to the Okay, boat. I want some super spooky <clears throat> music here. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get right in close. Super spooks. Okay. Each just a preface it with uh, each week's supernatural expert Damon Sims. Oh, did you just open a window? Because it's got chilly in here. <laughs> oh no! Wait, it's just another chilling tale from supernatural expert Damon Sims, the Derek Acora of Staffordshire. Uh, he reveals. <laughs> that's a very that's an evil cackle. Oh, that's tickled me, that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's anyway. Every week, he's going to reveal haunting tales from across the county. This week, a woman who encountered a phantom jogger on a misty country road. The headline is: I ran over a ghost jogger who faded into thin air. I hope she stopped. Well, we'll find out. So, okay. Cue scary music. Here is a ghost story. What comes to mind when you hear that? It's pro- this is Damon, by the way. <laughs> It's probably that it's another article where the names have all been changed to protect identity, which, although it dilutes the realism of the story, I do understand the stigma that can come with revealing your name when a good story is. (laughs) As frustrating as time as it is, as frustrating at times as it is, I get it. But every now and again, I get someone who, like me, understands the importance of letting others know how vital it is we get the message out there to other people who experience the paranormal that you're not alone. Others have had the same inconceivable experiences, and it's good to talk about them without feeling it's going to be ridiculed by others. Alison Graham, aged 44, of Whitehill, is just that very person. While interviewing her, I felt she was passionate and steadfast in what she experienced, as well as her belief in getting the message out there that was needed to help more people to come forward with their own experiences. That's there, spelled T-H-E-R-E, Damon, not an English expert. To share on media such as Supernatural Staffordshire. Earlier this month, at 6.30am, she was travelling from Thorncliffe towards the Mermaid Inn. The fog was so thick, I could only see a few yards ahead of me. It was really quite bad, Alison told me during our interview. 
sticking to a slow speed of less than 20 miles per hour, she cautiously continued on her journey, one she's been taking since July, and one she thoroughly enjoyed due to its breathtaking scenery. <laughs> a quick plug for Staffordshire there. Yeah, well, Staffs. Again, that's from Thorncliffe towards the Mermaid Inn, if you want some really breathtaking views. Or maybe, maybe not. Well, it might take your breath a little bit too far away. Steadily cruising at the slow speed, she was able to see in front of her a distance she considered safe to see any oncoming traffic or objects in the road, like fallen trees, etc. <laughs> so she's read her highway code, we can say that. <laughs> yeah. Alison said, As I was travelling past the lay-by before the Mermaid Inn, the most bizarre and startling thing happened. A jogger came out of nowhere. Uh, was it That's probably what the other jogger thought dog. about her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it might have been dogger. Could be a typo. We'll find out. <laughs> he did come out of nowhere. And out of a car window, it. probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he was on my side of the road, jogging away from me, and he was not there one minute. He was not there one minute, and then just appeared. I had no time to avoid him. He was very tall, slim, and wearing dark clothes with reflected material to the bottom of his top and on the back of his running shoes. I panicked and hit the brakes hard. Now, classic ghost. Yeah, it sounds very sports direct. This ghost, like it's very detailed, considering it's just a phantom. Bracing herself for the impact, she held the steering wheel tightly and faced towards the slender jogger. I thought she was jogging. Why didn't she steer away? Yeah, good point. Well, she held because it. She's she was taking too long noting exactly what he was wearing. Yeah, good point. She's like, oh, they're nice reflective trainers. Wonder what they Need are. a pair of them. Yeah, either them or some LA gear. <laughs> um, I watched in horror as my car, inevitable, slid towards him. That's their words, not mine. Spelling included. As I applied my emergency brake, but as I hit his body, the strangest thing I've ever experienced happened, she added. He disintegrated like confetti. It's as if he was turned into small pieces of paper right before my eyes. Then he was gone. I was shocked, amazed, and terrified, all in equal quantities. It sounds like she's hit a jogger and she's trying to just go. Yeah. She couldn't deal with the guilt, but she also doesn't want to get go to prison for it. This sounds like a discarded script from Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it gets even more I want. That's. Uh, Knowing it was impossible to have missed the figure jogging, she could not have she could not comprehend that when the car reached the point of impact and hit the phantom jogger, he shattered into small pieces and faded into thin air. Alison stopped the car fully and composed herself before checking the road behind her. Nothing. Just the thick fog that had engulfed her as she had driven along. Encounters like Alison's are the very thing that spurs me on. Tales that do not fit the conventional understanding we are all expected to accept as the norm. Alison is just one of many each year, month and day that will wake to a day that will change their lives forever by challenging our very beliefs. By taking the brave decision to put a name to this tale, I salute you. Let's hope many more are encouraged to come forward and tell the world. The paranormal exists right here in our very own beloved Staffordshire. (laughs) So more of that next week, hopefully, if uh, Damo's got anything to do with it. Tales of the Unexplained. I enjoyed it. Supernatural Excellent. Staffordshire. Yeah, is that all right? Excellent. Oh, Excellent, great. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just uh, quickly checking if any joggers have been... Uh, hit. <laughs> yeah. Any missing joggers. <laughs> Beloved father of two missing after going jogging. Between uh, Forncliffe yeah. and the Mermaid Inn. Just ch- yeah. It's a false yeah, plug for the Mermaid Inn. So yeah, that's uh, that's all my... I'm out. I'm spent. Yeah, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, uh, so soon. Well, we've done all. We've really done a great job. So please 
congratulate us with five of those little gold stars. Yeah. And if anyone has any stories they wish to uh, contribute to the pod, you can find us on Twitter. Just search for Fluff Peace. Just, yeah, do it. It's the, and the email is... the most is. popular one. Uh, it's fluffpeacepod at gmail.com. Uh, send any abuse, good feedback, bad feedback. Um, any one-star uh, reviews address directly to that. Yeah, one star. If you've got a one star review, just back it up and send me an email so I can read it out. Oh yeah, well, it. we can read oh, it. Oh yeah, hate yeah. Hate 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 them. Them. Give us your hate, please. But um, also give us your love and your stories. Until um, next week, watch out for those phantom joggers. <laughs> <laughs> night night. Bye. Bye everyone.